You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back in, everybody. This is Locked On Texans Podcast on the Locked On Podcast Network. The Bulls on Parade with a party twist. I am John, some sports guy, as always. You know that. To the right of me. Actually, not even in the right of, <laughs> right of me no more. To the front of me, we have a new setup here. My man. Cody Davis, man. It feel good to be back. Mr. Vacay. Yeah, you know, I had a little vacation, took my mama on her cruise for her birthday, which was September 14th, the same day as Deshaun Watson. So happy belated birthday to Deshaun Watson. And how did he go out and perform? Uh, I mean, maybe the whole offense was, you know, out, out maybe celebrating Maybe he had a B-Day hangover. Maybe the whole offense was, because, I mean, I, I watched the second half of the game and looking at the stats, looking at the numbers, John, I wasn't too, I wasn't too impressed. No, not at all. Deshaun Watson did say he's going to buy himself a Rolls Royce. I probably wouldn't think about that game neither if I had enough money to say on live TV, I'm going to go buy a Rolls Royce for my birthday. So, shout out to Deshaun Watson. If I saw him walking down the street, I wouldn't know who that man is. (laughs) (laughs) But today, guys, um, definitely have some things to talk about tomorrow We'll be locked on crossover day. Planning to get with locked on chargers, but as for today, just a continuation of what we saw this past Sunday. Uh, and, and of course, what I would like to say is, Cody, I know you're a Saints fan, and mm. I'm thoroughly watching the game, and I'm not going to get into the whole crying game here. Just the referees need to do a better job. And, you know, I'm I'm on the side of Justin James here. You know, there were a lot of times where he was just completely being hugged, it seemed like. Yeah, like I saw. one of those good old church, come here, baby. One of them <laughs> hugs. I saw a lot of those, especially in the second half. Like I saw so many it of those. Um, especially in the one that bugged me the most. And I don't know if you guys saw it or not, but you probably did. When Minshew had that big run, fourth and ten. Yes. That J.J. Watt was held for at least five seconds. Yeah. That that allowed that big gap that, that he ran through. Now, yes, you have to talk about the defensive play calling at that time because that was kind Don't of Don't give me started. That was kind of bad, the fact that they didn't pressure Minshew the way they should have on fourth and ten. But at the end of the day, when you, when you look back at the play, and I saw that when I when they, when they was looking at the highlights, J.J. Watt was being held for at least five seconds and there was no call. That was the reason why there was a big-ass gap on his side. Yeah. When is the last time J.J. Watt allowed a big gap like that? Well, I mean, I could probably say maybe last week when he didn't look that well against the Saints. But he was double-teamed. This was literally a one-on-one. And you telling me, like, one person just going to just hold J.J. Watt just like that? I am on his side. That's what I have to bring it up. Those referees, they just did not look that good this past uh, Sunday. And that's one of the areas where, come on, certain flags just need to be thrown. Hmm. And I brought that up, you being a Saints fan, and I'm not even trying to be funny at this point. It's getting out of hand. Throw the flags. Call the holding. Do what you have to do. However, I would like to talk about the 
run game and just a completely shout out the offensive line. PFF, you know, pro football focus, they love to drop numbers. And a lot of times we don't understand those numbers. A lot of times we don't understand those grades. But hear this out. And I talked about it while you was on vacay, all in the ocean. I talked about how that out of the four sacks that were given up total this past Sunday uh, from the Houston Texans, I counted only one that was actually the fault of an offensive lineman. Now, we do know Roderick Johnson got the start at right tackle. Henderson had to get out of there. He looked terrible last week. So they went in and they made that change. And that entire game, I count how many times did I say, okay, that is actually the offensive line fault. Well, on the previous show, I said I only counted one. The rest of the three was under Sean Watson. Guess what PF Focus said? Let me guess. The same thing that you mentioned on yesterday's show. The exact same thing, guys. I want to thoroughly just shout out the offensive line. Well, why? Well, and you can say, well, they the Jags had guys missing. They still also had guys on the field. They still had an, an issue from last week that they fixed. And, you know, I've talked about it. I could not wait until we got the final uh, rotation starter, solidified starters for the offensive line. I definitely think moving forward, the only change that I would see probably would be sliding Fulton in that center and inserting Max Sharpen. But then I can't even go with that anymore, listeners of Cody, because Nick Martin just got his extension uh, three years for $33 million. He's going to be making 11 per year. That's not going to happen anytime soon. But I love Johnson at that right tackle. And oh, by the way, didn't Howard look good Sunday? Oh, yes. Didn't, didn't him plan on long side of Larry Tunsil, who went down with an ankle injury, but he returned back. So with you holding your breath, you can release it, of course. That left side of that offensive line looked damn good. So much so that the Texans, and I know it's too early, and you know I hate too early predictions. Right now, they're averaging 150 on the ground. Carlos Hyde looks rejuvenated. And, and, I'm glad we were able to bring in a true starting running back because now Duke Johnson is going to get more carries, of course, mm. but he's still able to be in his game. I wish he would have helped me out a little bit more fantasy, I'll tell you that. Dog, stop worried about your fantasy. I just need a little bit more help. Luckily, Julio Jones came for me, came through for me, so that was amazing. But I don't want to keep harping on it. That's why I'm not going to say what I can say about Deshaun Watson, at least not in this show. That moving along throughout the week, we definitely have to go play the Chargers. They have two bookend, two studs at their end position, and I get that. But give credit where credit is due. The offensive line came to play. Four sacks, I know that looks bad, but only one was on them. And you know, I've been saying that, especially last year when we had our own podcast, The Rundown. How many times have I harped on it? Yes, the offensive line was bad. But some of those sacks were Deshaun Watson. Now, Deshaun Watson is entering his third year. He has one full season under his belt. It's time for him to consider when to give up the ball and stop holding on to it for so long. And I believe his problem is... And he's a mobile quarterback. He doesn't know 
when he wants to throw the ball or run the ball. John, that is really becoming a big problem with Deshaun Watson. He has to learn how to give up the ball. This goes back to what I was talking about last week when he got sacked six times. If he learns how to give up the ball early enough, that will take a lot of pressure off the offensive line, and that will also keep him healthy for the years down the road. Which is all that matters. So, just for Deshaun Watson himself, he has to learn how to give up the ball fast enough. I'm telling you, listeners, John, everyone out there, Deshaun Watson, even if you run across this podcast by some strange reason, if he gives up the ball early enough, this will help the offensive... This this will help the Texans' offense so much more. Exactly. And I think that is an area of focus. I mean, the coaching staff has talked about it. They've talked about keeping him healthy. They've, they've talked about him playing smarter. There are certain aspects of certain players' games that they cannot remove, i.e., and by no means am I saying these guys are similar because I think we have a better overall player here in Houston. But just like Cam Newton. It, my point exactly. It's going to Just happen. like Cam Newton, I don't want to see Deshaun Watson's career go the same way as Cam Newton, where well, you know it's a Cam young Newton. quarterback who he he's taken the lead by storm, but yet he he still hasn't learned how to give up the ball early. Right. And his last two seasons has been nothing but injury play. And yeah. it's, it's well, coming to the point where Carolina's going to look and say, okay, it's time for us to move on because this guy isn't giving get, getting us nowhere. And I don't want to, to see – Deshaun Watson go through that same situation. I'm telling you, and it's only for his good. It's only for his good measure for his career. It's one of those situations like you're in a relationship and your girl keep telling you, you know, you need to do this, do this, do that, and when you finally do it, it's too late. It's it's one of those situations. She's already gone out the door. Yeah, her head has been gone. For the longest, she's done. And that hurt is going to be the Texans, and that problem is going to be giving up the ball to avoid unnecessary hits. And the problem is what you definitely want to do is make sure you make it to your first contract extension. But overall, guys, I definitely think we have to give kudos to that offensive line and that run game, the rejuvenated juice. I don't know what Carlos Hyde is drinking, but keep on drinking it. And I like the combination between him and Duke Johnson. What I also would like to do is tell you about Mac Wilding. Mac Wilding is better than whatever you're wearing right now. For 20% off your first order, visit Mac Wilding. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com and enter promo code LOCKED ON. Again, enter promo code LOCKED ON. And you know what else, Cody? You know what? And I, Maybe I downplayed it a little bit yesterday. But shout out to Lonnie Johnson Jr. <laughs> you yeah, know, he man. was a guy that was struggling throughout the entire camp, and I did give him his credit. I said he played decent, but I think he, he listen. He had a huge pass breakup huge down pass in the fourth breakup. quarter. Yes. And to me personally, I believe that was one of the big plays that helped the Texans hold off the Jaguars. Yes. And shout out to that defense. That was one of those plays. The defense kept the momentum on the Texans' side, even when the offense was struggling, and I mean struggling bad. But overall, you got to win. Fans came out to see you play ball, and you impressed the fans. And if you want to be one of those fans in the stadium, in the NRG, right off 16 and Kirby, as I like to say, well, you need to check out Vivid Seats. 
With Vivid Seats Rewards loyalty program, you can attend the favorite game you want, the concert or show that you would definitely love to see with your family and friends. Vivid Seats is the top source for tickets for all of the live events you want to go to, including your very own Houston Texans. You can sort by price or look for seats in the section and row of your choice, all in the Vivid Seats app. To make things even better, Vivid Seats now has a loyalty program that allows fans to earn credit back. Vivid Seats rewards for the month of September earn double credit back from 10% to 16% on all of your purchases through the Vivid Seats app. Go to the App Store or Google Play and download the Vivid Seats app. Fans are automatically enrolled in the Vivid Seats Reward Loyalty Program. And right now, this is the best part of the show. This is the best part about it all. Enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Again, enter promo code KICKOFF at checkout to receive a discount of up to $100. Go ahead and download the Vivid Seats app. Locked on Texas Podcast on the Locked on Podcast Network. Cody is back today off the ocean boat. And this is Texans Talk. Bulls on Parade with a party twist. Who's better? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Locked On Texans, only on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as always, you can find this podcast on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Megaphone, and of course, the brand new, you can argue that sports.com, a sports website created by myself and my co-host, my brother, John, some sports guy Hickman, to give you all sports 24 hours a day. Before we get into our next topic, John, I just want to let you know how different the offense was in these first two games. Let's hear those numbers. Against the New Orleans Saints last Monday, the Houston Texans recorded 414 total yards. Against the Jacksonville Jaguars, they recorded 263. You can't tell me they didn't have a hangover over Deshaun Watson's birthday party, huh? Let me ask you a question. Would you would have bet on the Houston Texans not at least making it to 300 yards? No, I would not, especially what I've seen last week against New Orleans in the Dome as well. Well, if you're a betting man or not, listen, you know who you definitely need to check out? MyBookie.ag. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Game-winning touchdowns on two-minute drives. Running backs racing down the sideline with no one to stop them. There's nothing like the NFL. You throw parties. You invite people over you really don't like. You buy wings. You do the whole nine for the NFL. There's no better way to make the game even more exciting than to bet on them. So do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag. No one gives you more ways to win than they do. MyBookie gets the fastest payouts, better lines than any other sports book. Don't forget, when you're betting, it's just as important as who you're betting on. And MyBookie.ag is the best in the business. That's where I play. And I'm not going to tell you if I don't want you to do the same. Again, visit mybookie.ag use promo code locked on to activate offer that's promo code locked on you play you win you get paid sometimes you play you lose and you request a trade <laughs> especially if you're, you're Jalen Ramsey <laughs> you know we just talked to a locked on Jaguars last week Anthony Wiggins uh Duval and uh, we both had high numbers for this game, no, I don't think nobody expected a one point. 13 to 12. Yeah, whoever bet on that, 
It's the disappointed. You probably won what twenty dollars out of that nah, game. Well, if you if you are, uh... come on, John. Who thought it, after what the Jaguars did last week against Kansas City, and what the Texans did last week against the Saints, they both put up some respectable. No, nobody saw week 13, two. 12. Thirteen just, twelve. It was nasty. It was a nasty game. But those games builds characters because mm-hmm. you can go in and win a game. And, uh, you know, I talked about it yesterday, and I even tweeted it. I fear for the Houston Texans' late-game defense. Boy, it's like the same thing as last week. I hope there's not a pattern. The first half of the game, the Texans' defense were really good. And can can I – Whitney Merciless, I am so sorry for doubting you. Who called it? I don't know if it's the contract year or is it the fact that you was correct that we couldn't fully see Whitney Merciless only due to the fact he shared a defensive line with J.J. Watt and Jadavion Conley the last two years. And injury. Uh, but, yeah. I mean, I, I, I can I'm, pat my own self on my back. Merciless, I am so sorry. When he had two sacks, two and sacks. every single one of those sacks caused some kind of fumble. Now, one of the fumbles was was in the first half of the game, and um, the Jaguars were able to recover it. But the second sack was in the second half, and that, I believe, was set up that Deshaun Watson, what was it, um, 15-yard touchdown run? Something like that. It, Big TD run. Man, I, but I say all that just to say it's almost like a pattern we're starting to see with the Houston Texans, and this can be really, really critical. And the season is still young. The season is still young, but sometimes – Patterns happen when things are young. You, you you're looking at a situation where it's the first half of the game. The Texans defense come out strong. They come out balling, and they will hold their opponents. You're like, man, this is probably the one of the best I ever seen in the Texans defense. And then next thing you know, in the second half, they take their foot off the gas. Next thing you know, it's a close game, and they ended up giving big plays. Now this is two weeks in a row Playing they gave off. up two big plays. Yeah, in the fourth quarter. With the game, and, and here's the thing, we will, we will be having a much different conversation. I'm sure to be more intensified. I'll still be pissed off from yesterday's show if that two point conversion uh, went through, or if they would have. And personally, Doug Marone, I think the fact that Jalen Ramsey has the headlines right now because mm-hmm. he wants to be traded, and rightfully so, you're going to get the headlines once you're considered the best cornerback in the league. Marone, you have your quarterback. He has a hot hand. Why not leave it in his hand or just kick the field goal and then go into overtime and stop the Texans who are playing horribly on on offense? And I'm not a Jags fan. I'm not capping for them. What I'm saying is in back-to-back weeks, it came down to two things. Why in the hell are we allowing 10 to 11 yards off the receivers? It, it, what, what My question is, are you not confident in your cornerback group that you have? Maybe not. You can't. You just Maybe let not. one go last week. Maybe not. And not only that, I'm looking at a situation like yesterday. Now, you could take you could take last week's game against the New Orleans Saints and say that, which that was a big mistake by Aaron Colvin, who let Drew Brees get that amount of yards by his receivers last week. But this week, I'm looking at it, and, and, and I'm, I'm saying Romeo Cornell. Yes. If the Texans would have lost this game, this is on you. Fourth and 10, you telling me you're not going to put any kind of pressure on that on, on Minshew? 
He ran for about 16, 18 yards. There's a rookie quarterback. If they would have lost this game, John, I'm telling you, that would have been on Romeo Cornell. There's no way. It's fourth. John, fourth and ten. You telling me you're not going to put no kind of pressure on, on, on that quarterback? Let me tell you something. Out of the entire 32 teams in this league, the Jacksonville Jaguars, and that's no disrespect to one to the guys, and I'm about to say, but they might they may have the most least nameable guys on their receiving core. These are all, and I like DJ Chalk, I like D.D. Westbrook, I like Conley, I like all of these guys, but all of these guys, as at least as of right now, they're second tier receivers. And again, that's no disrespect to them. Then you're also playing a rookie. Well, this this is his first game starting. He was a fifth or sixth draft dra- dra- pick. <laughs> first round. He was six. He was six. Sixth round draft pick. You mean to tell me you don't dial up nothing to make sure that t- you're playing that far back off? So what you're telling me is what I'm seeing is. You guys know something about your cornerback core that's worrying you, which it should. Jonathan Joseph is 137 years old. Lonnie Johnson Jr. had a big pass breakup. You don't have that much confidence in him yet. Yeah, but I, I'm glad you say that because you 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 asked the question. You said, "Do they not have that much faith in their core, in their cornerbacks?" They honestly they don't. Because yeah, at, be, because it was Lonnie Johnson Jr., a rookie, who had to step up and, and, and had one of, if not the, one of the best defensive plays of the game for the Texans. And he's a rookie. You're telling me something. You are uh, telling me something that I can see on the field, at least as of right now. Now, for Lonnie Johnson he is not a guy that I would be upset with. You can come out and say we didn't have that much confidence in him considering the camps that he's had over the offseason, and I get it. But you also brought in Roby. You also have other guys. Playing that far back when you have a a, a rookie quarterback in his first starting game and those receivers who are barely, maybe barely household names unless you're an NFL aficionado or you live in Jacksonville. A lot of those guys, a lot of people don't know those guys. Mm. They're not on anybody's fantasy teams. Maybe, maybe Didi. I think I drafted Didi in one. But I knew him from Oklahoma. What I'm saying is, this can't be a trend because there are going to be times where, unless you are the Patriots, unless you are the Chiefs, unless you are one of these prolific offenses, your offense will struggle. And another thing I saw was, it's going gonna, it's gonna to burn me up if they continue to play conservative on both sides of the damn ball. Go out there and dial something up. Romeo Cornell, you're one of the greatest defensive minds we've seen in, in, in at least the last 20 years. I don't know, man. Maybe it's old age catching up with him. Because this is the second week in a row we have seen, even though Covington made a huge mistake, that one play did not take away the amount of mistakes Romeo right. Cornell made against the Saints, and it right. and it showed again against the Jacksonville Jaguars. And luckily, and, and we're having problems with 
teams like the Jaguars, I'm scared to see what the hell the Chiefs are going to do. Or the Jaguars when they're healthy again and they actually get rolling possibly. When they get the rest of those guys back on the defensive front. <sighs> of course, I'm not ready to write off the season. No, 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 no. We The Houston Texans are 1-1. One one. All I'm saying is Congrats. it's kind of worrisome to see the same issue come up not once but twice. And if it shows up again against the Los Angeles Chargers, one, I do not think we're going to come away with the victory like we did against the Jaguars. And two, that's when you it's time to start worrying. Yeah. And, and I, not only for Cornell, you know, Billy O, you are the head man in charge. So you will get some eyes. Now, I don't think he will get all of the eyes because of what he just did, the trades that he pulled off. But if everything backfires... I said to myself before we got here, if Laramie Tunsil cannot bounce back from this ankle and he is not able to play or if he's out with significant time, that's it. That's it. Um, I don't I don't think that's gonna happen. According to my sources, the ankle injury is not that serious. Of course, they're gonna monitor him throughout the week, but he should be good getting ready for next Sunday's game against the Los Angeles Chargers. From what I'm being told, they're just gonna make sure he get light work throughout practices. It's like this is one of those mild sprain ankles. He'll be okay. Yeah. And I, well in the sense I was just saying if was a fifth. Mm-hmm. On that day, Sunday, everybody in this damn city was going to be drunk. Locked on Texas Podcast. You know where we are. Locked on Podcast Network. I'm happy to be back with my man across from me. Not only on the right no more, but in front of me. Um, As always, we try to leave you guys with something to hold on to. Cody, you just got back. The oceans, the seas, the, the, the water, the food, the women. I'm going to leave you like this. Everyone should at least take one cruise at least one time in their life. And if I I, I can't swim, I don't like water. The only time I like water is when I'm in the shower. I I, I never thought I'd be on a cruise. Me, my mom, my wife, we had a total blast. Ladies and gentlemen, please put some money on the side and just take a weekend cruise. You're going to love it. You know what we should do? We should get with David Locke once a lot of this news that we're working on behind scenes gets out. Maybe a locked on cruise. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. That'd be really Finally fun. get a chance to meet everybody. Everybody NBA, part of NFL, locked on. College. I was able to meet um, when I was in the summer league covering the Houston Rockets, I was able to meet um some of the members for Locked On NBA, like Locked On Warriors, Locked On Heat, Locked On Celtics. And man, you it's like it's almost like family. And guys, we are wanting, really wanting to do a meetup for one of the games this season. So how about this? We're going to pull a poll out on Twitter tomorrow whenever we drop the show. We're going to ask, would you guys like to meet up? Everybody can meet up. And then we're going to throw out places to go meet up. How about that, Cody? Yeah, sounds good. Locked on Texas podcast, Bulls on Parade with a party twist. Uh, My last word is peace. Stay out of this Houston heat. You are Locked On Texas, your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.